Hello, and welcome to the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Today's guest is a good friend. It's someone who I've had a lot of great interaction with, someone who is really one of the most sought after real estate coaches in the country. He has an impressive real estate and finance background, and it's my pleasure to have Orlando Montiel on the show today. Orlando, bienvenido. <laughs> Michael, the pleasure is mine, 100%. Oh, it's a brother. pleasure always to <laughs> go ahead. Listen, it, it, it's sort of like I've done your show now a couple of times. I'm so <laughs> glad you're, you're on mine. So congratulations on everything that you've done in the last few months and all of your growth, which we're going to get into. But before we begin, can you just give the listeners a brief background on how you got started in real estate? Sure. Very simple. Michael, again, as, as you said, I came uh, from banking, uh, and eight years in banking and I uh, had a very formal uh, sales and marketing structure. And when I came into real estate, I, I learned very, very quick that most real estate agents don't have the formal marketing and sales structure. Uh, and it was, I don't want to say very easy, but it was much easier for me that when for most people to uh, become a top agent. And I was recognized within the first two years by the Association of Realtors as one of the top agents in South Florida. And, uh, you know, why? Well, most agents, you know, have... Michael, let me ask you a question. I don't know if you know, but you know how many... If you want to become a real estate agent, if you want to become an architect, if you want to become a lawyer, where do you go? Number one, where do you go? You go to school. You go to college, right? For right. how long? You go to eight For years, depending on what profession uh, you want to do. Exactly, five to eight years. And what's the minimum financial investment? Probably six figures. Exactly. At least $100,000. But if you want to become a real estate agent, do you go to college? Nope. No, you don't have to. Uh, five years you invest? No, it's 63 hours in the state of Florida. And what's the investment? $100,000 or more? Zero. Including Whatever it costs you to get trained. A couple hundred bucks. 695. 695 including the license. So you see the discrepancy in real estate. Most agents don't know exactly what to do, right? And that was a, an advantage for me coming from banking. They teach you and they, they train you formally on, on how to sell. So that's my background when I came into real estate and I was doing a seminar at the association and, and somebody asked me, can you teach that uh, in private? And that's how the Monterey organization- Oh, but wait, don't jump ahead so much. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a longer interview. We got to stretch this out. <laughs> All right, let's go, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so I love the fact that you had the banking background because as you know, I came from the banking background as well into real estate. And it's a great training ground because it is that discipline that you bring into the profession that really doesn't have that in, in, in many ways. So I think that that was really interesting. But, you know, something that was really interesting, I know that you're originally from Venezuela and my, you know, my dad was originally from Cuba, as you know, and I think that there's sort of like, you know, I guess this innate sense of really not only survival, but really thriving for immigrants or children of immigrants. I'd love for you to speak about that passion for a bit, because you certainly have that and you and your brother and everyone that surrounds you. Mm -hmm is something that I think is so incredible about you as a human being. I'd just love to have you just chat about that for a second or two. So I'll tell you a brief story. Uh, I belong to a mastermind in Toronto, in Canada, uh, with Dan Sullivan. He's a business coach, very famous business coach. And he calls me uh, the pushy immigrant, right? <laughs> and I didn't know the first time when he told me that it was that, that was a compliment or not. And he's a big compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and he explained to me, Orlando, the thing is, that immigrants, and I learned that, you know, dealing with many, so many immigrants that when they come to this country, 
you know, they are going to push forward until they reach their goal. They burn all their bridges. So it's a, it's a huge compliment to you. And I've seen that, right? Uh, when we come to this country, uh, Michael, as an immigrant, I don't have a safety net, right? Uh, and that's my passion on TV, personal finance. I remember, you know, in Venezuela, if I had an issue, I can, I can go back to my house, right? If I don't have anything to eat in our own country, you know, we go to the house and somebody's going to give us something to eat. But as an immigrant, Michael, if I don't have the $5 to buy my lunch, nobody's going to give it to me. Right. Right. So understand right. that the different and a true immigrant, right? When, when they go to a country, it doesn't have to be the United States, right? There is, there is a real, real sense of urgency, right? Of getting things done and moving forward. Right. So that that passion that translates into finance, into real estate and, and, and other endeavors. Right. I love that because it is that right. You burn the bridges, but not in a bad way, as we sort of, you know, sort, sort of do that with relational things as it's usually related to. But you burn your bridge in the fact that there's no safety net. There's no going back. You only have to succeed. There is no plan B. Exactly. Right? Exactly what you said. There is no plan B. And by right. the way, the plan that you need to move that plan forward today, because if not, you don't need today. <laughs> you know, if you don't, right. have, you don't have anywhere to go, you need to get it done today. So That's again, right. the urgency is huge, which we don't have in real estate. Right? Sure. Well, if I don't do it today, if I don't, you know, if I don't do my marketing plan, if I don't define my target audience, if I don't call my clients today, that's fine. I'll do it tomorrow. Right. And, and since we are independent contractors, right? We don't have the pressure, not even from our boss. When you came from banking, I came from banking, we had bosses. So we oh, got yeah. to think, get things done, right? Oh, yeah. So that, that's one of the beautiful things, you know, about it being an immigrant or working for a corporation. And that's one of the, the biggest detriments to the real estate industry. There is nobody that you're accountable to, right? Yeah. Abs listen, absolutely. You know, it's always <laughs> like uh, plan A is succeed. Plan B is look at plan A. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. That's right. That's it. That's it. That's right. It. Yep. So, you know, you have this great entrepreneurial spirit, you know, you, you, as you mentioned, you started at, uh, at Bank of America and then you uh -huh. left and you started your own financial group, which was Luxus Financial Group. And then you had Luxus Properties. Tell me about those beginnings. Cause I love how that story builds. So as, again, as an immigrant and I was working with bank, I worked for Bank of America for eight years, uh, specifically in the, inter, in the international department, right? In the international division. And I saw so many foreigners coming to the United States and, and losing a lot of money because they didn't understand the system. Because the first, unfortunately, usually the first financial advice you get when you come to these countries without credit, you're nobody. So you need to build your credit. So I see you see all those people you know, trying to get into debt to build their credit, right? Mm -hmm. Good credit means you have debt before, right? right? You can't have good credit without debt, right? It means that you've been paying your debt on time, right? So through the years, what I've learned is, it's, is to teach because of the same urgency that I had, the same worries that I had was to teach those foreigners coming into the United States, right? Coming into, into our country to learn how to use their money, how to manage their money. Right? And that's how we came, how, how Path Economica, which is financial peace, right? The name of the book, the name of the course, and the name of the segment in Univision uh, become to fruition, right? Become to, you know, a reality, became a reality, right? 
That's amazing. Mm. And so, okay, so let's now go back to what you started and started alluding to in the fact that mm. the real estate industry didn't have adequate training, right? To your mm. point, you go to school for any profession and it costs you usually six figures and you know, you're know you considered a professional. In mm-hmm. our industry, it's a few, it's, you know, it's a few hours in, in, in relative terms and a few hundred bucks and you're considered a professional in air quotes. And you're exactly. dealing with one of the most expensive purchases that a consumer will ever do in their lifetime. And so, you know, you and your brother, Daniel, started a real estate program, which, you know, I saw this figure and it was amazing. To date has trained over 8,500 agents, which is amazing to me. So mm-hmm. tell me why this is, an, an, and it's sort of like um, um, embrace in the, in the manner in which this is going to be asked of you. So why would you not just sort of take the fact that you know, you guys are doing great service. So instead of just being that diamond in a rough and you're the ones giving great service, why would you then take it upon yourself to want to elevate the industry by teaching others? So number one, you, we know each other, Michael, and we've, we've shared, you know, some different stages. And to me, it's just a passion, like it is for you, right? Yep. Uh, when, when I'm on stage, uh, you know, teaching somebody, when I'm doing a seminar, even if it is for three people, right? Uh, when I'm on TV every week teaching about personal finance, same thing with real estate. I truly, 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 I know people see that, enjoy communicating the value of formal education, developing the skills, right? Sharpening your access, you know, me- making sure that you become that professional. And I truly I enjoy teaching that. And I also enjoy learning from people that are at my level and at a much higher level. It's just a passion. It's just not, it's just my, part of my nature. And I think m- most, like most prof- professors, right? In, in college, they don't do it for the money. That's right. right? They're not getting that, that, you know, that much money. Lawyers, you know, pro- law professors, they're doing it because of the pat- passion to, sh- to teach. Fortunately, in our case, Daniel and I, you know, currently we teach over 4,500 agents. And, you know, it's, it's financially, it's, it's very rewarding, at least for our standards, right? But again, it's a passion. Yeah, we do it. It's a good business. But I think it shows that we, we just enjoy it. We just enjoy it so, so, so much. We do about three seminars per week, per week. So I know I get your emails. <laughs> right? <laughs> so and right now during the pandemic, we, we can do that. But before yeah. the pandemic, it's just three seminars per week. You know, that's over 100 seminars per year. So why? Yeah, it's part of our business, but we truly enjoy it. And, and I know you do because you have every passion as you do it. And it's incredible because, and we'll talk about, you know, where, where we both work in a moment in, in, in this interview, because then there's a new passion that's come out of that. But I also want to just touch on the fact that you've mentioned your, your television program, but I want you to also share with the listeners about that as well, because you have a great platform. You actually reach a large number of people, not only through your seminars, but also through your television programs. So tell me a little bit about that, please. Yeah, tell it in, uh, uh, it's in Univision. It's uh, seen about for about uh, 4 million people a week, all right? Wow. It's on uh, Tuesdays, either Tuesdays or Thursdays at 7.45 a.m. And again, we talk about personal finance, empowering the Hispanic community nationwide, right? Uh, about making, uh, taking the right steps towards financial freedom, right? Understanding the importance of credit, the importance of savings, the importance of 
leverage income, the importance sure. of different sources of income, right? The importance of investments for the future, right? And those are things that in our community, uh, in, in our country, very few people know. So again, that's part of my passion. And we go nationwide uh, with different brands, uh, doing big seminars, uh, just teaching our community. Uh, I said something, Michael, every week, right? Money won't make you happy. And I said it in Spanish, so it, it sounds a little bit better. Money won't, make, <laughs> money won't make you happy. I know that, right? Money won't make you happy, but I don't know any person that is under financial stress that is truly happy. Yeah. Right? Yep. So it's such an important topic. Money is such an important, it's as important as the food, the shelter, the clothing, the education it buys. So it's so, so important. If we have that under control, it's going to, to save you a lot of, you know, uh, worries in the future. So, you know, to me, that's a passion. And it's important also to have that message out, especially in our community, because I think that, you know, with with the relationship with money in the Latino community, and I know that it is a huge sort of like general statement, but usually it's the fact of there's there's almost guilt associated with making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And there's that sense of, you know, you can make money, but leave some for others. And it's like that concept of that's not the way money works, right? Uh, and so there's a project that I'm um, very much involved with. I sit on the board of uh, NARAP and one of the uh, projects is the Hispanic Wealth Project. And part of that is uh, is is really the idea that they, their goal is to have a thousand Hispanic millionaires every year. And, oh, man, you know, in, in, in that sense, it's like a drop in the bucket, really, when you start looking at, you know, 350 million people in the United States. But it's that sense of starting there, right? And that's the dedication. And that's a huge, bold sort of statement for our community, especially. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Unfortunately, we come from the, the Latino community, the Hispanic community, right? Uh, they come from a completely different uh, world. Uh, yeah. The rules are not the same, right? The, the, the financial environment is not the same. Not even the currency is the same. Sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult, right? But even for, 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 you know, for Americans, true, true, you know, Americans is, you know, money is a, it's a very difficult subject, very difficult it subject. And, then if we, and if we master it, by the way, it's not about how much money we make. It's about how, you know, how, how we manage that money. And if we master, you know, the money management, the money making and the money investment, I mean, our life becomes so, so, so much easier, right? So that's the message. You know, and then it's it's also the the idea that people sort of say, well, we don't see ourselves represented in that manner. But I think what happens is that in a lot of ways, it's almost like if you're Latino and wealthy, you're homogenized, right? It's sort of like the wealthiest man in the world is Jeff Bezos, who happens right. to be Latin, right? <laughs> exactly. And, so, yep. and, and, and people don't really sort of put that together. And Carlos Slim is one of the top three people that are the richest people in the world. Right. Right. And so it's sort of like you start sort of looking and it's like two out of the three people are Latino. It's sort of like, huh. (laughs) Right. And that's the thing. You got to hold up the mirror again. Exactly. And and now uh, and the message with financial peace and we don't talk about millions. Right. Because you don't have to be a millionaire. So there is a big difference. Right. If you make, you know, if if you make one dollar more than your budget, you're financially free. But if you make $1 less than your budget, you, you live in a constant worry. So you don't have to make millions of dollars, not all millions of dollars to truly be happy and not to have to worry about money. 
right? Unless you have an illness, right? Unless you have a very serious situation at home with a family member, you know, if you have your money covered, you are living a pretty nice, nice life. That's right. Right? That's and right. again, it's not about millions. It's about mastering the art of money. That's all. That's all. That, and it doesn't, exactly it doesn't, right. you, you don't need to be a genius, right? That's exactly right. Especially and in our not, industry, Michael. No, you know, you talk about luxury, especially in our industry, that's right? right? I mean, you're, you've worked and you're surrounded by so many luxurious agents. I mean, agents that are listing 15, $20 million properties. Mm-hmm. And every single month, you see them struggling for money. That's right. Just going after the next deal because then, hey, most agents have a nice car, nice watch, nice bell, a nice purse. They do have that, right? But what they most don't have is that financial cushion. And if they, if they can achieve that, oh my God, they like their lives change so, so, so much for the better. I love that. And I love that that's your passion. And that it is so important, not only for our community, but just in society as a whole. So, right. you know, that that's really great. But I'm going to come back to, to our real estate world here in a moment. So the idea that someone is now, you know, you've been coaching over 8,000 agents in, in, in the program, plus you've got the platform with the, the television program and everything else. So what would be three pieces of advice that you would give an agent that's entering the business today? So the same advice we give every single time. Number one, specialized knowledge, become an expert, right? And I take this word from a show that I have, the Miami Real Estate Show, where I interviewed Thomas Hoffman, and he says, I don't want to be a fake agent, right? So we need to become true experts, so specialized knowledge. If, don't, if we don't have that specialized knowledge, it's very difficult for us to succeed. I always say, Michael, we are not selling real estate. Please pay very close attention to what I'm about to say. This is what I say in the seminars. We are not selling real estate. Real estate. Buyers and sellers can communicate without a real estate agent. What we are truly selling is confidence. That's what we're truly selling. But we only achieve that confidence with a high level of specialized knowledge. Right? That's step number one. Step number two, it's marketing. Marketing. That's step number two, not step number one. Most agents think that all they need, especially as you said, okay, what's a piece of advice you would give a new agent? Most new agents think that what they need is lead. Believe me, new agent, you don't need a lead right now. You don't want a lead right now. What you want is a specialized knowledge first, right? Then once you achieve that, then you do the marketing. Because if you don't have the specialized knowledge, all you're doing with marketing is telling more people that you don't know what you're talking about. That's right. Right? So now, step number two, it's marketing. It's all about marketing. The top agents that we coach, they all know it. They are not in the business of real estate. They are in the, especially with the luxurious agents, Mike, you're surrounded with. They they know they're in the business of marketing. They want to go from being a secret agent (laughs) to a real estate agent. And most agents think, oh, look, the real estate license is real estate agent. No, no, you're a secret agent. In order to go from secret agent to a real estate agent, you need to do the right marketing. That's step number two. And step number three is what we need to do on a daily basis, sales conversations. The marketing is going to get me to the sales conversations. And at least, at least five new sales conversations every single year, every single day, so you can develop your communication skills. And some people say, ah, I, don't have, I don't like to be talking to people. I think I'm going to be a little bit pushy. Uh, well, it's like saying, I want to be a doctor, but I don't want to see blood. You can be a doctor. <laughs> if you're going to be a real estate agent, you need to be talking to people, period. Right? <laughs> right? 
So number one, we don't want to be a fake agent. That's specialized knowledge. Number two, it's marketing. We want to go from being a secret agent to a real estate agent. And number three, make sure you talk to enough people every single day so you have a high level of communication and you become the expert of choice into your buyer's and seller's mind. I, I, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. You should teach a course, Orlando. <laughs> I should. Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much for that piece of advice. Right? By the way, <laughs> and I say it's simple. It's simple. I didn't say it was easy, right? right. But it's simple. And people say, no, no, I'm going to go do a, a course on contracts. Don't. They don't have a contract yet. No, right, exactly. Listen, there is a learning curve, but there is That's also right. a forgetting curve. Right. So if you don't write a contract in the next three weeks because you don't have a lead, forget it. You wasted your time. I'm not saying contracts are not important. They're very important. But what's the most important thing? Develop your specialized knowledge and immediately do your marketing. The difference between marketing and selling. Marketing is everything we do out there to generate the buyers and the seller lead. Right. Selling is what we do, Michael, once we are in front of that person face to face. What do we say? What do we say to that person? Right. You know, it was so, it, you know, it was so interesting. I interviewed uh, Glenn Sanford a couple of months ago on the podcast. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and he said to me, and on this topic, he says, you know, you have to be a specialist, right? And so he says, I will pay top dollar for a specialist. I won't pay anything for a generalist. <laughs> so, okay. I love Glenn. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, come on. about a genius. All right? right. So, and I consider you another genius. So, all right. Well, so I don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So this is what we say in our, in our, in our seminars, right? So I asked the question, Michael, who makes more money? The general doctor or the specialist? Mm-hmm. The specialist, we know the answer, right? And the specialist says, I, I only do this. Then I perform surgery on the right foot. That's it. But, <laughs> right. So we know that the specialist, like Glenn said, makes way more money than the generalist, the, the general. Right. Doctor, right. But, but, but look, look at the third one. Who makes more money? That doctor who is an specialist, Michael or Dr. Oz from TV. You added the marketing. Ah, ah, you, there you go. He became the celebrity. And that's, that's what right. Want all those agents to become. On those, all those luxury agents that you know, that's what they have become. Not nationwide, like Dr. Ross, not radio T or TV shows, but they became the celebrity in their little, little market. They became the brand. You got it. They you became see? the brand, right? And that's what's so important. You know, when I was running a team, I had um, the number one team in Florida when I was yep. um, selling I real estate, right? And so I, remember. I came in from banking. And so I had eight people around the table. If somebody wanted a farm area, the other seven people, if you asked them a question that you couldn't answer, you didn't get the farm area. I wouldn't give it to you. And so, and it wasn't me being difficult. It was the fact that if you didn't have the answer for the client, the client would go somewhere else. Exactly. Exactly. That's a specialized knowledge that I'm talking That's about. That's exactly it. Step number one. And then marketing number two, which when you were running the number one team in South Florida, you guys were, you know, the everywhere of the industry. <laughs> you guys were, every, and you were the celebrities with helicopters and all those things. And, and <laughs> That's the idea. You you guys became the celebrity. The, the Actually, celebrity. It, was, it was the very first reality television show for real estate. Exactly. That was back in 2004. So yep. before all of these other ones came on with Bravo, that was on TLC and it was the very first one. So it was, you know, 16 years ago. 
Um, but it was the idea that that was so intriguing where, you know, this was obviously pre-crash and all that stuff. And you were selling real estate, literally the top 1% of the market. That's all we, we you know, you should, you, when you walked into the conference room, it was a war room. It was the idea that we were only interested in the top 1%. Could you imagine our average sales price back then was $7 million? <laughs> oh my God. And it was no, just no, crazy. I, I do remember. I do remember. You, you guys, listen, you were number number one team and number two team was so behind, not even close. I know, right? it was craziness. And it was, it was all craziness. about becoming that celebrity. I remember right. it was crazy, right? I know. I, it was a lot of fun. It was, another, you know, instead okay. of looking, here we are now. <laughs> we're using all that knowledge into something here. So, you know, this is, this is really great. So tell me what the greatest lesson Orlando's ever learned in his career. The greatest one. So through the years have been many. Uh, the, the latest one, and I think the one that is going to stick uh, for me for many years to come, uh, I've always understood the power of relationships, right? And, and getting close to people that are at least at my level or a much higher level. Uh, I, I always give the same example. Uh, it's, it's, and people talk about vision boards and all those things. And those things are good, right? But it's much easier to surround yourself with the right people right, that are going to help you move forward than to try to do it on your own. So yeah. I always join mastermind groups. Uh, and I always say it's much easier, uh, you know, to ask somebody, you know, who have done it already, you know, how to do it than, than ask yourself, okay, how can I figure it out on my own? So I always try to surround myself with people that are at my level, higher level. You notice that I'm always reaching out to you at least every two weeks, right? I need that, that, you know, that feedback, that energy, that vision of the future that is going to help me move forward. So that's the number one uh, lesson, right? It's surround myself with the right people. That's I love that. Number one, by far. But, and I say, let me, if I have the time, if you allow me. Of course. Um, this is your interview. <laughs> you. I appreciate it. No. So I give this example that people like a lot. So you, you know my brother. And my brother is in very, very good shape. All right. And, and his wife too. So my dad lives in, in, in Madrid in Spain. And my dad is 76 years old. And he's always in very good shape. And he loves to lift weights and, ru and run. So when I go and travel on vacation with my brother and his wife, my wife and I lose like about three to four pounds. <laughs> without even trying, without even trying, right? And my wife and I have another couple, they're, they're foodies, right? They, they're having lunch and just talking about where we're going to have dinner every time we go on vacation. And when I come back from, uh, from vacation with this couple, I gain about three to four pounds without <laughs> even trying. <laughs> what am I trying to say? That if you're surrounded with the right people without even trying, you are gonna, you know, you're going to move forward what that group of people are doing. So if you're surrounded by top agents, eventually you're going to become a top agent. If you're surrounded by people that are struggling and complaining, it's so easy to, to fall into that trap. So number you know, one lesson, make sure you find the right people. I, I love that. And I'm going to bring it home. I, I just interviewed yesterday, Darren Jacklin, who sits on our board of directors. Uh -huh. And Darren yes. is a you know, phenomenal human being. He has actually mentored over a million people. And he wow. has coached 157 of the top Fortune 500 companies. I mean, just let that sink in for a second. Wow. And one of the most amazing things he said in the, in the interview was that your environment is stronger than your willpower. That's exactly right. That's exactly what I, what I was trying to say. And your he verbalized it so powerfully. Yeah. 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 The same message is exactly, yeah, exactly the same message. Exactly. Willpower is not enough. 
That's right. Right. That's right. It's your environment at the end of the day. Yep. And he sort of said it in a very positive way because he had an amazing, amazing sort of uh, um, um, background that, you know, he was struggling a lot, but now, you know, he's like, you know, I'll wait, I'll wait until you listen to to the podcast because it was a very moving one, but (laughs) it was, um, but it was really interesting because he said that he was actually in the lowest point in his life and Mm -hmm. somebody believed in himself more than he believed in himself. And it was something that he was going through the motions and then found himself, you know? So that's really so important. I love that. Thank you for that. And now let's talk about where we both work. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we work, we know we're both at EXP and, you know, it's you, you just recently joined EXP in the last few months. Um, You know, I, I joined this year as well. Um, And, you know, we were, we, you and I were, were talking as you were going through your due diligence and it was, uh, it was a wonderful just exploration because I had done that before I joined. And then it was really wonderful to see somebody doing that same due diligence that I had done that I respected and that is coming in and, and came in. And so you spoke about the five C's as the reason you came over to EXP. Can you explain mm-hmm. what those five C's are and what they meant to you? Sure. So let's let's start before the first one. To me, it's, it's coaching, right? Yep. And there's a big difference between training, courses, and coaching. So a, a course you purchase online, or you purchase in a library, or whatever, and, and you go through the course, right? And you learn whatever you learn from that course, right? Training is a little bit more. Usually takes three to four months. Uh, you listen to some people, you know, somebody, the person uh, teaching the course, and that is great, right? Uh, coaching, uh, it has the most important thing, again, the community and the feedback, the feedback from the person teaching the course, right? And I've trained, uh, as you know, you know, I've trained many, many, many companies and they have great, great programs, great training, all right? Uh, but there is no coaching in that training, Michael, whereas the feedback in a constant basis, right? And uh, EXP is over 60 hours a week of live training with coaching. You are talking to top agents around the country, not only in one area, but in many, many areas around the country. I ask the listeners right now, right, to find a company that gives you a daily training and coaching because it's feedback, it's live where you can ask questions in different topics about your real estate uh, career. I haven't found any in over 18 years in the industry. So that's number one. The first one, it's coaching. Right. So to me, that's the most important, whether you're new, experienced or a top producer. It's the key. Michael, without the guidance, again, willpower is not enough. The environment, it's number one. hundred percent. Absolutely. So that's number one. When you go into the second one, all right, which is the culture. Right. So we talk about the coaching. I want to talk about now before the culture, because I want to leave that for the end the coordination of systems, right? So most real estate agents, what do they have? Most real estate agents have one system for email marketing, one system uh, for postcards, one CRM. Now, EXP coordinated all of those, all of those systems right here into one, one single platform. By the way, not only makes it way more efficient, agile, right? But way cheaper, right? So that's number two. Right. Number three, to me, compound growth, right? Compound growth. 
I never seen something like that. I thought that our model, which is membership, is very, very, very interesting and very, that, to me, the perfect model in real estate, but the compound growth, not only in terms of the people you surround yourself with, but the financial aspect, right? Because of the model EXP offers, which you don't have to use, but it would, crazy, would be crazy not to use, it allows you to compound your growth with the help of other people. I don't know if you remember... Uh, the saying from Rockefeller in the 1940s says, I'd rather have 1% effort of 100 people than 100% of my own effort. Absolutely. That is a powerful statement. Have, it still rings true. Right? Absolutely. Right, exactly. Right? I'd rather have 100%, 1, 1 effort of 100 people than 100% effort of my own effort. Right? So that's key. And because of the EXP model, all right, we are able to do that, which it takes me into the fourth, fourth, see, this is the compensation model. Unfortunately, Michael, in real estate, in the real estate industry, it's not about the company the listeners are with. In our industry, there is only one of being compensated, which we call the transactional compensation. You either have to rent or sell a property in order to get financially compensated. At EXP, it's eight different ways of being compensated. And you know my background, my passion of teaching personal finance specifically to our community, specifically to real estate agents that have no financial future other than working more. If you want to make more money, you have to work more. That's the, the real estate agent motive, right? So we have eight different ways of being compensated. Do you know any company that offers you right, to purchase stock at a discount? We all know the answer. No. Do you have a company <laughs> that awards you with shares of stock with at no cost? We all know the answer. The answer is no. By the way, the transactional compensation at EXP is 80-20. Oh, 80-20 is not a big deal. But the cap, which most agents, and Michael, Michael, if you allow me a minute just to explain what capping is, what most agents don't understand. Sure. Right. So capping, most agents and brokers don't understand. And, and, and Michael, you'll be surprised. Most agents don't know this. Capping is the most you pay in your anniversary year to a company. Let's say in, in, at EXP, it's $16,000. So do you have a company that offers you a cap? Most companies don't have a cap of $16,000. Do you have a company that wants you to be a part of their future? giving you shares and offering to sell you shares of stock, right? Based on your production. The answer we all know it's no. And there are so many ways of being co compensated. And the last one, Michael, is so, so important specifically for top agents. And I know many top agents listen to your podcast. And here's the biggest differentiation. And that's why it was so appealing to me. And I'm speaking from my heart. At a regular, the traditional real estate company, and if you see my, 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 my arms now, uh, it's giving me the chills. I swear, Michael. <laughs> it gives, I, I swear on my life, it gives me the chill. Here's the thing. In a traditional real estate company, I'm not talking about any specific one, but in, traditional, in the traditional model, you can't build teams within teams. That's right. Please listen to this. For you guys, top producers. You can't build teams with the teams. And we know that, remember what Rockefeller said, right? What, when, once you become a, a, an agent of certain level, you want to develop a team because you want to replicate, you want to multiply, multiply yourself, right? But you can't do that on the traditional model because you're going to have agents up to $60,000, $70,000, and then they're going to leave because they don't want to be like you. They want to be you. That's right. Please understand that. 
under the EXP model, you can build hundreds of teams under you, which by the way, might become way bigger than you. And that's what you want for those agents, right? So are you in an environment right now where you can truly grow a team and give the teams that you are right now, you know, nurturing, the, the, the agents that you're bringing up, the agents that you're teaching, give them the opportunity to have all these benefits and finally create a revenue stream other than the transaction. Michael, if, if the agent can see that again, and I say, you can sell the idea, you can't, sorry, Michael, let, give me 30 more seconds. On this you got it, brother. Because <laughs> to me, it's so, it's so passionate. Look, I'm so passionate about this. It's, it's so many years helping real estate agents. It's the last thing that I say to my team. You never sell the EXP model, ever. You present it, That's all right? It. It's your job to present it because you can't sell it. If you have to sell them to join your team, you will have to sell them to take action. So mm -hmm. here's the most important thing, and I give him this example. Michael, an employee calls his very good friend who is an entrepreneur. And they say, hey, Peter, you are an entrepreneur. Listen, I want to invite you to breakfast tomorrow morning before I go to my office. And I want to ask you a very important question, man. It's always been, you know, you know uh, so, so appealing to me to ask you these questions because I just don't understand it. And, and, and Peter, the entrepreneur, says, sure, man, let's, you know, let's have breakfast tomorrow. So they go to breakfast, Michael. And the employee asks Peter, the entrepreneur, man, Peter, I've never understood how can you wake up every single day of your life and don't know how much money you're going to make? I mean, for the employees, like, how, how can you do that? And Peter, the entrepreneur, looks at the employee and says, you know what? I always had the same question, but for you, how can you wake up every single day and know exactly how much money you're going to make? <laughs> right? Both are right. Yes. Both are right. You will never sell an employee the reason they should become an entrepreneur and you right. will never pay enough to an entrepreneur to become that employee. They're right, both of them. So do not sell it. If they can see the vision, man, you know, hopefully they, they can do their best. But show me a model where you have a cap of 16,000, you have a revenue share, you have uh, stock in the company, you get rewarded, rewarded with, with uh, shares of the company for your production and the team you build. It's just, there's no, it would be an unfair comparison to other companies. Sorry I love to the be passion, so brother. No, I love the passion. I'm going to do a little bit of a caveat to your commercial that what you are actually sort of um, acknowledging is the U.S. model. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, uh, it, it, you know, we, we have the great uh, honor of having this podcast now be distributed in over 70 That's countries. Right. So right. every country has a variation of that model. So what Orlando is describing is certainly the U.S. model and the but it's still every other model in the in, in around the world, whether that be you know, in Canada or now India, South Africa, we're opening Mexico. Um, every model that we're presenting makes us incredibly competitive in the country in which we operate. But the basis of what we're talking about with different numbers and different currencies are a little bit different in every country. But I also want to add a sixth C for you. Okay. Which is okay. really, Let's do it. it's the channel. Right. It's the business platform. It's the idea yep. that now you have a global platform as an Beautiful. agent 
to perform, right? And so it's the channel that we're creating um, because now, you know, by the end of this year, we'll be in nine countries. By the end of next year, we'll be in in double digits and we'll probably start with a number two in front of it. Uh, so Beautiful. we have a lot of um, a lot of growth and that channel is so important as well for that top agent. Uh, 100%. Again, it's that platform, that channel that you mentioned, right? So ask yourself, Right, number one, and for, and you talk about the compensation, and the compensation, as you said, is different, different in different markets, and nobody knows that better than you because you create that. But the question <laughs> is, right, the coaching you'll have, coach, you have the coaching from from a huge from a huge platform, as you said, the channel, right, the culture, Absolutely. which to me is the most important thing. I love it, uh, and the culture, and, and 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 I don't know, they were recording me, I, I didn't know. Uh, and listen, I've been doing seminars for over 18 years, Michael, and, 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 I, and I show you that video. These people made me cry. I, know. I never I know. cried in a seminar before in my life, in my life, right? So wherever you are around the world, all right, that sense of truly working as a one single community because of the benefit to the whole group, it's, it's pretty much it's a changing point lives. replica. It's changing yeah. life. Absolutely. It's changing life. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. So... You know, where do you see the future of real estate going? You know, we're living in this COVID world, right? There's a lot of changes that are happening, obviously. Where do you see the future of real estate right now? So I'll, I'll answer it from, from the industry point of view and sure. the agent, or do you want to do one or, one or the other? Which, However so, you want to answer that question. Okay. So to me, the, as, as for real estate agents, which is the people we're passionate about, you and I, right? Uh, for the real estate agent, uh, it's becoming way cheaper. It's noisier, right? Are in uh, the industry because now everybody can can do a lot of advertising and and, and marketing, right? Uh, but it's never been easier, Michael. Never been easier to position yourself as the expert to your tribe, to your community, to your database. Uh, before and the, oh, when you were running the team, how what was your budget for marketing? Oh gosh, I don't, I don't remember that, but it was really significant. We were looking right, exactly, at, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. That, that's a lot of money. I wasn't, you know. Yeah, it's, no, it was, it was, it was probably huge. six figures. Exactly, huge. Now, here's the beautiful thing about technology, that you don't need a huge marketing budget to start positioning yourself as an expert. I'm not saying you are going to have the same number of closings as a top producer who's investing six figures, but now the barrier to end entry into the market is way lower, especially for those new agents. So how is it changing? In my opinion, and in my experience, actually, it's changing for the better. Mm. Your barrier to entry to your local market, market where you can not only become that specialist, but the celebrity is way cheaper. The cost per lead all right, compared to the 1990s is way, way lower. And the different channels, using you know a word that Michael used a few minutes ago, <laughs> the different channels that we have right now, right, are way cheaper and way more effective and efficient. It's just the willingness to understand it and not be frustrated because it's new to you, right? To embrace that change because it's not that the change is coming; it's already here. So either you make that change, right, and embrace it. Again, it's going to be much cheaper and much faster or you're left behind. So in my case, I think it's a huge, a bright, bright future for real estate agents. I love that because it does equalize the playing field. You're absolutely right. You got it. Exactly. It equalizes the playing field. That's the word you said better than me. 
No. <laughs> so I have one final question for you, Orlando. Sure, sure. So in your book of life, what would mm -hmm. this current chapter be called? You know what? Last night I was uh, talking to my brother and the, the beautiful uh, questions you sent me. And my brother said, wow, man, after so many years, we interviewing people and we getting injuries. This is a powerful question. So, so thank you. You can take it. Every time I ask that, okay, that's a question that Michael Valdez asked me. So, <laughs> but and he's and that this were his words. Wow, that's a beautiful question. Man. Oh, uh, man. So, it's, uh, it's not easy to me to name one, you know, this chapter. Uh, it would be one, it would be joy. Uh, I haven't had this mo much. Uh, joy in real estate uh, for a long, long time, Michael. I, I'm truly enjoying the process. Uh, the, the growth is unbelievable. The people that I'm surrounded myself with right now, uh, not only at EXP, but the people that have been attracted to us, not because of us only, but because of the model. Sure. It's so much joy. As I said, I never, I never cried in a seminar before. <laughs> and it happened to me. <laughs> Last Thursday, we did a seminar and another of our leaders cried. Uh, it's in incredible to see leaders that are doing 150, 200 million dollars a year in sales. Yes. You know, communicating on a Sunday, 7 p.m. Eight at, at, at uh, yesterday Thanksgiving, we did a uh, 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 a training seminar for our leaders, and they were so excited during during Thanksgiving, right? So either joy that would be the name of the chapter, or exponential growth. Love it, right? Yeah, expo the exponential growth we've seen, it's just, it's just incredible right now. Yep. I love this. Orlando, I got to tell you, you know, I had, um, I've met you just this year, but I've known of you and it was so great to create this friendship with you, your family, your brother is amazing, Daniel. And it's really so beautiful to see what you're doing in our community, in our industry, and your leadership is just really awe-inspiring. I am really honored to know you, my brother. And I, I, I can speak highly enough about you. Our team is delighted to work with you. And I say, I consider myself a person that has a lot of energy. But when I share the stage with you, with, share the stage <laughs> with you it's like, man, I'm a slow guy. <laughs> Not <laughs> at all. Really Your, it. Your passion is amazing. <laughs> I, I really enjoy uh, you know, your friendship. Uh, you know, I know I bother you a lot and send you text messages. You don't messages bother me ever. Very, very busy. <laughs> You're very busy. And my team says, can you say this to Michael? Can you tell this to Michael? Said, Listen, <laughs> let me filter it. I know, you know, he's very, very busy guy, very <laughs> successful, you know, president of EXP Global. That's a big, big time position and a lot of responsibility, man. You have. Wow. Listen, we're you, growing you, this together uh, and it's really an honor yeah. to be side by side yeah. with you in this journey. Thank you. And it's it's really thank terrific. And thank you for the time today. And thank you for the lessons that you've given on this particular podcast and what you continue to do. And you're changing lives. And that's that's an incredible gift. And so thank you for taking up that challenge and for doing that. And And thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. It's, it's, it's a pleasure, pleasure to work with you and, and with, with the team at EXP. It's been a, it's a, a, an amazing journey and uh, many years to come. Partners you know, for a long, long, long time. That's right? exactly right. So <laughs> thank you again. And thank you for all of you for listening. This has been the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Mm -hmm.